And joining us now to talk about all of this and so much more is the great John Solomon, who did that big exclusive. John, it's so great to have you here on the Rita Cosby Show. Uh, Fun to join you, Rita. You know, lots of headlines. Um, Let's start with the latest one that I just was talking about, the early voting. That is a biggie. And that's a big, like, I guess, awakening for President Trump because he has been so steadfast, as you even just heard him say. You know, he always believed in the one-day voting, uh, you know, none of the ballot harvesting. I mean, so many of these issues. And he's seeing that within legal means, he has to figure out a way to at least compete, and Republicans have to compete because the bottom line is winning. Yeah, absolutely. This is a big concession. You called it right. That's what it is. And it's a recognition. In 2020, he resisted it, and he drove out a a historic number of uh, day of voters for Republicans. It's still Republicans lost because the Democrats got low propensity voters out by getting them to mail in their ballots. In 2022, he he tried it again, uh, put all of his muscle into it, and he saw what happened in places like Arizona, where the day of voters got thwarted or had problems at the polls. And so I think those two experiences have, have changed his mind, and he's very clear. We've got to play the game differently, he, say, he told me in the interview. Uh, he did a fundraising letter last week to millions of his supporters saying, I'm going to raise a fund to lawfully ballot harvest where it can be done, but we're going to get in the early uh, a balloting game. And so this is a signal. It's, it's very important, not just for his strategy. It gives the RNC the, the, the green light now to go put the full the fullest possible program it can to get early voters out because low propensity voters will vote by mail if you make it easy, but they're never going to show up at the polls. Uh, Republicans have been so close just with the traditional voter getting out. If they add low propensity early voting, they probably uh, tip the scales on a lot of close races. Uh, And I think that not only does this signal to the RNC, let's get started, some of those voters who in the past have distrusted early voting or absentee voting may feel a little more comfortable on the Republican side using it now that the president has endorsed it. Yeah, absolutely. It opens the door. And I brought up the the Fetterman example. I mean, that is stunning Uh when you think about how many people voted ahead of time. That's a big, big deal. Um, What about also um, he brought up the issue that he felt that – President Biden basically abandoned Ohio, and President Trump's going to go to Ohio tomorrow. Um, tomorrow. Isn't that amazing? Um, and it's, it, what's incredible is he's going to be there before Buttigieg and President Biden. Um, yeah. So what is, what is your thoughts of how he relayed that? He basically feels that President Biden has abandoned the homeland, essentially. Yeah, he put uh, he puts America second, Ukraine first, is what he said. And I think that throughout the interview, one of the things that you saw in the interview was Donald Trump connecting with everyday Americans. He can separate himself from the global elitists and elitists in Washington. And he saw this for what it was. Elitists would rather be with President Zelensky fighting a globalist war overseas than help the constituents of Ohio that are now in the third week of dealing with a not only a horrific train crash, but the aftermath of all of the toxic fallout uh, from the controlled burn and, and the chemicals that have been released. And uh, he called it what it is, which is he called it neglect. He said they've neglected the people of Ohio, and I'm not going to neglect them. I'm going to go there. And he pointed out that after he announced he was going, the Biden administration suddenly ramped up its aid to um, Ohio. And that does check out if you look at the timing. President Trump gets out there first, then Joe Biden sends the EPA director out, then he announces some new aids, and, and they're opening up centers now. But very belated. And uh, he played into that. He leaned heavily into that, that Joe Biden was was uh, choosing Ukraine over uh, the citizens of uh, East Palestine, uh, Ohio. Yeah, no question. And he also talked about the border. He also talked about protecting the border and the yes. importance of that. Uh, talk about that. 
Yeah, listen, he won in 2016 with such a simple promise. We're going to build that wall. We're going to build that wall. And everybody knew what Donald Trump stood for. We're going to build that wall. And over four years of his presidency, he drove down illegal immigration to some of the lowest levels we've ever seen in our country. And in less than uh, two years, Joe Biden has driven up to some of the highest levels we've ever seen. In fact, January, the highest January in, in American history. January is supposed to be a low month in the winter, but Joe Biden has managed to get it to historic levels. Uh, uh, President Trump has not forgotten that. And he said, listen, we're going to get that border built. We're going to win this election and we're going to get that border built and we're going to start to save Every community in America now, because it isn't just the border communities that are feeling it, every community in America is now a border town, and I want to stop that. I want to stop the scourge of drugs. I want to stop the scourge of crime. I want to stop the scourge of potential terrorism, and uh, he's going to make that a centerpiece once again of his, uh, of his effort to win the White House. What about also uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, as, <laughs> as Trump calls him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there is not much that. Well, listen, he's very uh, one. There has been an interesting dynamic in the last month, and Donald Trump has been rising in the polls. Ron DeSantis has been going down. It's about a five point swing, which in politics is a big, a big jump, a big change in a short period of time. When you a lot mean, of voters um, you mean really meatball Ron? Meatball Ron? Yes. Well, <laughs> he has all the names that he. Uh, but here's the thing that you heard him do in the interview, and I think this is going to be the predilection to how he ultimately portrays Ron DeSantis. He's going to tie Ron DeSantis to the traditional Republicans, Jeb Bush and, and Karl Rove and, uh, and folks like that. He used those names, and he said those are, those are DeSantis' type people. He's not really America first guy like I am. He's a, a Johnny-come-lately, and he'd rather hang out with Karl Rove, and he'd rather hang out with Jeb Bush and, and other establishment Republicans. Yeah, Paul like Ryan, think, right. Yeah, Paul Ryan, he threw in for good measure, absolutely. So I think you're going to see that line of attack, and that's going to be very effective in the primaries where the base of the party's at – uh, at the most active, and uh, those base of the party has some pretty hard feelings about Rove and, and Ryan and Jeb Bush. And so uh, interesting attack line. I think you're going to see a lot more of it over the next few, uh, few months. Absolutely. And before I let you go, um, I just got to get your reaction, uh, John Solomon, because you're so uh, plugged into everything. What are your thoughts about this foreman? Did you see this at this foreman who's kind of been doing the rounds? And I said, she looks like she's like Crazy Eddie. She's like bizarre. It's a little weird just looking at her affects when she's talking. It's strange. But she um, came out and basically did this, you know, pretty wide ranging, a couple interviews, actually, of course, liberal media. Uh, saying it's not a short list in terms of uh, potential in recommendations for indictments. And then right. when asked about Trump, said, well, you're not going to be shocked. It's not rocket science. I mean, that's kind of no. interesting. What? Where do you think this is headed? Well, listen, you know, one of the most liberal minds in all of America, Alan Dershowitz, someone who voted for Joe Biden, is deeply disturbed by the conduct of this grand jury. Grand juries are supposed to see, stay secret. They're supposed to keep their thoughts themselves. If they don't indict, they're not supposed to leak. But this jury for women turned her responsibility in the grand jury into a circus, into a media circus with big hints and leaks and, and uh, insinuations, exactly what the criminal justice system was designed not to be. And no matter what becomes of this, uh, whether the uh, next grand jury does bring indictments, whether the uh, district attorney decides to follow these recommendations or otherwise, 
the system of criminal justice in Georgia looks like it's been weaponized. The conduct of the jury for a woman, the conduct of the district attorney, cheerleading and political rousing when they should be operating in secret and making a decision based on the law and the evidence. And that hasn't been the case here. This has been the politics before evidence and, um, and uh, media leaks over uh, the law. And I think a lot of people who care about the criminal justice system see this as the latest example of uh, weaponizing law enforcement and creating a dual system of justice. Grand juries are supposed to be secret and silent. Their only action should be an indictment. If they don't indict, they don't get to incite. Yeah, and by the way, she seems very happy. Um, We have literally like five seconds left. Do you see this um, going to a potential indictment? And what's the real quick impact on Trump? I mean, do you think it's going to change anything for him in terms of the race or impact real quick? I think the law, and at the end of the day, the grand jury that does make the decision is going to have to abide by the law. This probably could boomerang on Democrats. You don't like to see this sort of clownmanship in law enforcement. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John, you are awesome. The great John Solomon with his great exclusive with Trump and uh, and obviously commenting on a whole bunch more. We love having you on, John. Thanks so much. Great to be with you, Rita. Love your show.